Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a brand new show on the Ringer Podcast Network dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish Feed, I'll be talking with my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV and movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish Feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash! Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies' splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Cold open question of the week, Kaz. Shoes? If you weren't on the WrestleMania card, yet, and you had your choice between reaching your hand into a bag and taking the opponent that comes out of it, of the remaining unassigned potential opponents, or going out and running your mouth and getting Stone Cold Steve Austin to come out and stun you, which one would you pick? That's not even a question. Are you kidding me? I would take a Stone Cold Stunner over a WrestleMania match. (laughs) What if it was like a guaranteed (laughs) 21-minute, like it's going to be a a four-and-a-half star classic match no matter who it's with? So you're basically asking me, should I satisfy the Meltzer marks or should I satisfy this nice paycheck I'm going to get from being in the <laughs> ring with Stone Cold Steve Austin? <laughs> I'm going to take Stone Cold Steve Austin 10 times. Okay, related 10. question. How many, how much time would you spend practicing the stunner cell? So here's the thing. I've always pictured myself getting Stone Cold stunned, right? And I've mm-hmm. always thought there's either one or two proper cells for it, right? You either got the Scott Hall slash Pat McAfee where you just literally stunned and your mm-hmm. body just freezes and you fly in the air. Or you got the classic Dwayne The Rock Johnson where you you, you get stunned and you do a backflip, your leg hits the ropes, mm-hmm. you fall all over yourself. I feel like the sto- the, the Rock's little little barrel roll that he does after he gets stumbled stuttered might be the safe way to do it and it just looks a little better as well like you know I just and on top of that if Stone Cold can't like curse me out and pour beer on me as he's doing it then what's the point right what's the point yeah really milk that shit (laughs) I think I think I would I would spend months I mean every available moment practicing for it just to look exactly like Vince McMahon every time he got stunned. <laughs> just somehow the worst, of- the worst Stone Cold Stunner cell in the history of Stone Cold Stunner cells. <laughs> Good lord. But it would be like a tribute, like an homage, you know, like like CM Punk wrestling a Bret Hart match. I think he just people makes would really it, he appreciate makes it. it. Look, he in a weird way, in a fucked up way, like Vince makes it look more painful than it has any right being, right? Like, <laughs> he makes it look like it really hurts like the knees and the lower back. Oh, for you know? sure. <laughs> like his neck is like being held together by thumbtacks, gum, and uh some 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 silly putty. Because it looks like he has a broken neck every time it takes Stone Cold Stunner, just because he doesn't know how to really fall like his uh like the people that he pays to fall gracefully. 
We're going to talk <laughs> about people that don't have WrestleMania matches. But first, let's start the show. What's going on, jabronis? It's Pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. This is Roast Battle Season 1 champion, Mike Lawrence. Husky, Steve Kazee. This is Trey Kirby. This is your girl, WB superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hi, this is Lillian Garcia. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening to the And you're listening you're to listening to and you are listening to the and you're listening, you're listening to You are listening to the Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. Welcome to the Masked Man Show with Kaz. How you doing, bud? I'm doing all right, Dave. How you doing, bro? I'm a little bit under the weather. Thanks for holding it down last week with Ben yeah. for me. You make, um, it, you make it so easy. You make it seem so easy. It was very, very difficult. <laughs> I know. And, you know. Well, listen, and it, it took me like five years to be able to like string one sentence together to start the show. So, they, <laughs> and for the longtime listeners that know that, I really appreciate you. Um, sticking at you, just stick it around the whole time. Um, we're going to talk about people that don't have WrestleMania matches. There was an LA Night tweet today that uh, had some relevance. We, I really want to open the show, though, and talk about SmackDown. Um, two big notes. One, Rey Mysterio, Hall of Fame. But first, I want to talk about because it's always newsworthy. It's always, it's always, it's always worth discussing. The way they close the show, and the way they've been closing, you know, running these segments for a couple of weeks now, is with Cody and Sami Zayn standing tall together. They're doing a really, obviously, very deliberate job of keeping Sami Zayn very involved in the main event picture. Do you think that they're threading the needle here? Do you think that they're actually pulling off this? I mean, obviously, Cody's getting a good reaction. Cody's over, whatever. And we're not anywhere near the territory of Blutista, Daniel Bryan, or anything like that. But there's still this thing, this cloud hanging over everything. You know, at the end of the day, Sami Zayn's not going to be in that main event at WrestleMania. Are mm-hmm. they threading the needle or are they giving us too much at this point? Um, that's a really hard question to answer. I find myself thinking about that the past uh, couple of days, you know, um, I think the good thing that they have going for them is, uh, Cody is not Blutista, like you said, he's not, um, any of these guys who had to have WrestleMania sort of, uh, uh, hijacked for them. Uh, Cody's over. People like Cody. People love, you know, what he means to this storyline, and how it makes sense to still have Sammy in the picture, right? Um, so I, I'm glad that they didn't do what they usually do, which is just like as soon as Elimination Chamber is over, it's like, all right, like they're, you know, like just back to regularly scheduled old programming, right? Like they're, even though he's not, even though we're about two weeks away, there's still no real Sammy Zayn match at the moment. Um, there is no real. He's kind of kept his, his his mission statement the same, where he's like, I'm going to take down the bloodline some way, shape, or form. And I kind of get the feeling that Sammy's going to stay involved in the main event without necessarily being in the main event. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's either going to be... I don't know if he's going to cause Roman the titles or he's going... Like, I, I get the feeling that even if he's not officially added, like, he's going to be play a very integral part into what happens with the bloodline at WrestleMania, yeah. right? So I think they're doing a really good job of threading the needle that way. But this week was the first time I kind of felt like, 
dragon a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, th- this is the first time in the entire Bloodline story, probably since, I don't know, October, I want to say. Yeah. That I was like, mm, what is that not face? much, not much. Yeah, here's, uh, and again, I want to be perfectly clear. This is only because they've put such an incredible high bar to clear as far as, like, weekly television and, like, pay-per-view and, like, storytelling and, like, people saying they should get an Emmy Award for the way they're doing that. Like, obviously, like, that comes with all that being said. I would say this past Friday Night Smack, that was the first time I was kind of like, that was wrestling stuff. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I think what's made this the Bloodline storyline so good is that, like, it takes elements of, like, The Wire. It takes elements of, like, mob films. It takes the elements of, like, all like really quality high level and Game of Thrones, like really quality high level TV that, you know, we all watch and enjoy. And if you kind of took the medium out of it, you'd still say this is great written television. This is compelling stuff. But this week was the first time that I really felt like, oh, okay, this was wrestling. Like this is <laughs> this is very much uh, a pro wrestling thing too. Not that it's bad, but it, it, it kind of... Um, I want to say it, it, it equaled itself out for the first time uh, in about like four or five months it, that it just kind of felt like, all right, well, you know, this is this is what you do when you want to keep somebody hot and, you know, you keep two of the baby faces together. Like it, it just felt a little I'm not going to use the word forced. I'm not going to use the word forced. Yeah. I'm going to say it's the first time it felt a little confined to a pro wrestling box. I'll put it that way. Uh what do you I'm think? Not, well, that, was, th- that was that was that was a- it, it, well. The reason why it caught my, well, the reason why I asked is because it did start to. It it does feel like we're in a rhythm, and it does feel like a little bit conventional. So what conventional? And conventional. I think maybe that's what okay. you mean by, by the, the, word. By the yeah. check the right box. Here's yeah. the really smart thing they're doing is keeping Ko and Sammy apart. You know, letting that drama sort of play out. Uh, we're not immediately, like you said, into the setting up the whatever tag match for WrestleMania we're gonna have. And I do like keeping Sammy involved. I think that they're doing it right. Because I think that when we get to WrestleMania, what you said is exactly right. This is what I wrote down. We're all going to expect a Sammy run in the main event. And that's the, that's right. That, that's, like the, that's, a, that's the correct note, I think, that we need to be going in expecting. Because I think we'll probably deliver, right? Mm-hmm. The way that, I mean, you want to be, you're going to be excited for it still when it happens. But I think, I don't think we're, they're over-promising too much. Um, it is interesting. I mean, just in a very, we, we all said leading up to Elimination Chamber and before, like, could you imagine Sami Zayn being the unified champion of WWE? I think most people said no. I mean, said yes, you know, obviously in storyline, but no in some sort of vague, you know, some sort of abstract way. Um, but it is still sort of surreal to see him and Cody Rhodes being the two guys standing tall at the end of a segment like on Friday. You know, I mean, it's 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 pretty interesting. Um, Roman Reigns in kayfabe, by the way, just doing a killer job, just staying home by the pool and letting his <laughs> dudes like keep him as the most important guy in pro wrestling. What a great job they've done! It's so funny, man. I, I've referenced this before, but you used to be able to go see house shows with like. The Usos and Sami Zayn teaming up, and Sami. This is when Sami was basically just like a hanger on, like wasn't really wrestling, you know. Right. With the, and Sami would do the Superman punch, you know. Sami would like basically cosplay as Roman Reigns just to get the crowd going, and people would go nuts because it was just funny. 
mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but it's it's so wild that we've come from there all the way to here where like all that stuff really matters. And Roman Reigns still gets to sit home and be the most important guy in pro wrestling. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would say I would say in addition to that, uh, one thing that I think what preceded that that go home segment for the show was Jimmy like kind of explaining his actions. And saying, you know, basically why he did what he did to Sammy. And it was very, he he used his words very carefully, right? Like he he said specifically he did this for his brother. And he knew he was about to get got by who? Roman Reigns. Paul Heyman basically said, hey, if Jay doesn't come back, I'm taking this out on your brother. Right? So in no uncertain terms, Jay said, hey, this is family stuff. This is why I turned on Sammy. He said he didn't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, and on top of that, when he first got into SmackDown that day, the first thing he said after Paul Heyman hugs him is, yo, you tell Roman when he gets here that I'm here and Roman never shows up, right? So I think the way it's starting to really, you know, crystallize as far as like how this Bloodline story possibly ends is like all great empires, right? Like from within, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, like, the more I think about it, the more I just kind of see, like, a, a insurrection of the bloodline, like an uprising between Jimmy, Jay, Sammy, Kevin, Cody, like, yeah. some Avengers-type shit. You know what I mean? Where they just fucking, you know, uh, get all the Infinity Stones <laughs> and and finally snap their fingers and rid themselves of 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 Roman. But I can't. I'm, it's starting to feel like even though they may not all be involved in the match, I think mentally it's all gonna eventually just catch up to him. And I think that's kind of what's gonna culminate at, at what happens in WrestleMania. You know, Jay said it very clear as day. Like, he didn't come back to the bloodline for Roman. He didn't come back to the bloodline to reunite the entire bloodline. And they still haven't all stood together since the Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yep. uh, there's there's a lot to take off there. And, and, and still, even though it did feel like very wrestling paint by the numbers this past week, and I thought that part was interesting. It did kind of feel like, all right, it's not just cut and dry. It's not just wait back to the basics of the good old bloodline again. Like there's still some nuance here yeah. that still needs to be explained. I agree. I agree. It was a it was a busy raw. We mentioned Blutista early on. Yes. Um, there's a rumor that Dave Batista is going to be inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame this year. I don't know if you heard that one. I heard. But I the only person that we know for sure, there's also a rumor about the great Muda getting introduced, I mean getting heard. inducted. Um, the only person we know for sure at this point is the living legend Rey Mysterio Jr., who they announced so on, awesome. on Raw would be the the a, a big inductee into the Hall of Fame, um, which is cool. I hate to sidetrack here, but I, I do want to kind of give Rey some some props a little Go. bit. You know what I mean? Like, I really sat there while I was watching that that retrospective video, and I don't know why. Like, I was like legit, like shocked and like popped that Rey was the first inductee. You know what I mean? But like. If you really think about it, I mean, he's probably the most influential wrestler of the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. He's without a doubt the most famous masked wrestler to ever live. He's one of the very few wrestlers that kind of permeate pop culture outside of the WWE. You know what I mean? Like, the whole Bad oh, yeah. Bunny stuff took him to another level. And, like, his mask is just so synonymous with just, like, an entire culture. Like, he's like his mask is almost like a Jordan 1, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's like 
you could see all the masks you want in the world, but like that little thing with the with the hooks coming out of the mouth or whatever, mm-hmm. like that is so and the crown on top, that's so distinctly Rey Mysterio that like you know, I, I don't know how much you keep up with sneaker culture, but like, you know, Nike shooing a bunch of people for like ripping off their designs oh, and yeah. like making like all these like knockoff versions of it. Like Ray Mysterio's mask is like the the Air Jordan one of of Lucha masks. Like he is the guy who kind of put it on the map and no matter where you are, even if his face isn't even in the mask, you know that's Ray's mask. You know what I'm saying? So it was really cool that he's the first inductee there in California. You know what I'm saying? Like he's still he's, active, yeah. active-ish, I guess. And, uh, you know, I think the whole Dom component of it makes it really interesting too now because it's like, oh, okay, like this, if this was the whole big play right here, mm-hmm. as far as like, man, like we've always kind of fantasy booked. Okay. What is the Dom Ray Mysterio match? Like, is it for the mask? Is it for his career? Is it for, what is it for? You know what I'm saying? And I think now it's starting to come into shape like, oh my God, like the, by the time this eventual Ray dominic match takes place, whether it's at WrestleMania or where I think it's going to happen at WrestleMania Backlash in Puerto Rico, uh, hosted by Bad Bunny. Um, no matter what, like by the time, like between now and SummerSlam, like you're setting up Dominic Mysterio to be like, at the very least, the number two heel in the company. I have a question. What would a Bape Rey Mysterio mask look like? Like, what? Oh, <laughs> gosh. I'm sure he's got one. I'm sure he's got one somewhere. You think they got in, one in for his, him? I'm sure he's got one in, in, that, in that collection. I've seen the Gucci mask. I've seen the Louis mask and That's stuff. True. I'm pretty sure he got like the, the old school Lil Wayne hustler music, purple Bape hoodie stitching in the mask. Like, I would pay, I would pay a hefty amount for that too. The little like, stars coming down yeah, off the side oh, where the bird head gosh. normally is and stuff. Yes. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, uh, yeah. But you don't but, think we're going to do Or just Ray like Dom? a baby Milo type mask where it's just kind of <laughs> like, you know, little... Definite, uh, whatever. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. You, you don't <laughs> think we're doing Ray Dom at, at WrestleMania? I think it starts at WrestleMania, but I mean... You don't do a stadium in Puerto Rico hosted by the biggest pop star on the planet. Which you and, called, by the way. Which I called, by the on way. That. Tick, tick. Listen to the show. You'll learn some things. And, and, not, and not have Ray and Dom headline that thing. What or, if they... Uh, I, see, I, I just sort of immediately went to Ray Dom at WrestleMania, if that's mm-hmm. where we go. And then mm-hmm. for the stadium show, maybe it's like Ray Bad Bunny versus Dominic and... Damian Priest. Priest. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. I could definitely see that. He's definitely going to have to wrestle. And if he's going to wrestle, he's probably going to be alongside of Ray. So I could see... I could see that. I can see that. It's nuts that they announced that thing. That's like a midweek news drop, right? It's right. like, hey, by the way, after this <laughs> WrestleMania stuff is over, forget about that. We're going to Puerto Rico, man. Yeah. We're going to like, we're going to have the, like, just a, an epic show. What is it? The next, like, five pay-per-views all in stadiums or something like that or po- I don't know, there's a bunch of internet there's the Saudi Arabia show what's there's one other one it's, that I'm it's not back, backlashes in Puerto Rico money uh-huh. in the banks in the UK oh, yeah, uh, right. the Saudi show is in Saudi and then I guess SummerSlam is probably in a stadium too I don't know where SummerSlam's at but I'm sure it's in a stadium Four or five of your your next pay-per-views, if you count WrestleMania, all in stadiums. That's incredible. Um, An interesting thing with this, uh, we can, uh, this is actually an interesting segue. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. know. Do you want to say anything else about the Puerto Rico show? No, I'll never get in the way of a good segue. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Cold slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven and your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7-Eleven's $1 small slurpy drink with seven rewards. It's the classic frozen fizzy treat you can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that I'm going to be going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, how about going to visit a 7-Eleven valid through 1725? 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, participating U.S. stores, see app for full terms, all rights reserved. SummerSlam's at Ford Field, that is in Detroit. It is a big stadium show. Yeah, I mean, they're just doing these events. They're just going bigger and bigger every time. And it's a good look, you know? I mean, whatever. It's, it makes everything feel like a really big deal. It does sort of feel like, too, you can Do you think it might be Ray's last match? In Puerto Rico? Yeah. No. Do you think? Well, here's the thing. Rey Mysterio is the sort of guy that never needs to retire, right? No. He could he can do he can be fifty percent of Rey Mysterio till he dies. Well, that's the point. I mean, I feel like that's that's the point of having a mask, right? Like you can just you know throw that thing on and go twenty years back in time whenever you feel like it, right? <laughs> or just or, yeah, or just send out send out a body double with the mask on. Um, <laughs> so not Kalisto so, so, or one of those guys. Yeah. Th- no, but. Ray doesn't need to retire, right? And he's 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 like the Undertaker. He's going to keep getting a pop every time he comes out in character and everything. But if they do do some sort of mask, you know, really passing of the torch angle, that does sort of signal the end. I mean, that's the tradition in lucha culture, right? I mean, it's like you if you lose, you're kind of done. Mm-hmm. Not if you lose a mask match. You can keep wrestling after you lose your mask. But if you like formally hand the mantle down, and then you're not wearing the mask anymore, right? Then what's the pop? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I don't think it's his last match, but it could be. 
It could be. Who knows? He was still so good out there, man. I mean, he's had like four and a half star matches in the past calendar year. I mean, he's not. It's like he's a he's a really good or four star. He's a really. Do you good feel wrestler. like? Do you feel like that? The the way you just mentioned the mask thing. Do you think that's one of like the last sort of like? Does it get like an Undertaker losing a streak sort of reaction? If like Ray like stands in the middle of the ring well, defeated, only because takes off his mask. <laughs> It will get a good, a great reaction. I think yeah. that if they, if they, I don't know that they're going to have a mask that sort of match, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they could do the Lucha de Apuestas thing. I mean, they where they have his mask and Dom's hair up because Dom's <laughs> hair is just such a thing of. Yeah, he's really looking like Young Eddie but, now. For real. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> that would be really cool. That would be a cool thing to do in Puerto Rico. Um, a little bit, but but I but I do think that it's. Ugh, I don't know that they would ever actually put his mask on the line for the same reason I just said. He's he, They can keep selling the mask. They can keep selling the action figures. They can keep having them come back. There's no real upside to it, especially when the when when Dom's a heel, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, do we really, does that really add to his character? No, we want to see his smarmy face. You know, mm-hmm. we don't need him wrestling in the mask. But well, you could do the NXT uh, uh, Andrade slash Legato thing where yeah, he comes out the with the off. mask. Sure. And then, ah. But he could still do that. He doesn't have to formally like, retire his father he could just beat him and he can start wearing the mask of the ring right you know i mean like like whatever it's just a triumph this is all sort of beside the point i i, I don't I, I don't think he needs to retire and and uh, i don't think that it, it's that it, it would know whatever need to be that big of a deal um but the match itself would be a really big deal i still feel like it's going to be that tag match because i think that's how you get all of the that's the real main event but maybe mm. but but, but it, they could go in a lot of different directions for that i don't know it's exciting. It's interesting to see how they book for a show like that. And what, I mean, I'm kind of more interested to see what the rest of the card would look like too, right? I mean, are they booking it out like a super, like a like a big MSG show, you know, or like we're catering to one audience or something? Or is this right. like, you know, a full-on pay-per-view? I mean, would that be the main event? Or would I they mean, have the, a title match? I mean, that's the, There's a part crazy. of me that believes like all, ti- all backlash matches need to have some sort of world title. Uh, implications. Mm-hmm. I guess that right? would make sense. Yeah, it's, we're, we're lashing back from WrestleMania. We're lashing back. There it is. Uh, but it, in most cases, I would say it's really hard to have a stadium show without Roman Reigns. I don't think it would be in this case, right? Like, Bad Bunny could say, "Hey, I'm gonna, you know, show up to the stadium and burp for five minutes, and it will sell out." Right? Like he's, it's, it's. I think it's. I think it already did it, sell out. I might be, you know, I don't know if tickets went on sale or not, but. I think WrestleMania Backlash is the only sort of like stadium show I can see where they probably won't need Roman slash the bloodline to sell that thing out, right? Only because mm-hmm. you have Bad Bunny here. So I don't know. I mean, there, I could see a world where Roman is or Cody at that time is defending the world titles in that stadium. And I could see a world where they're not even on the show. And this is all just, yo, this is a, this is a, this is a super showdown, but in Puerto Rico, basically, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you could also see like a backlash feels like I, I saw somewhere. I mean, I don't know if this was like a reputable source or whatever, but re- that one of the options was just doing the bloodline, three of the bloodline versus Cody, Sammy and KO at backlash. Okay. Which, I can see that. Which, you know, feels like about the right size and scope, you know, but, or we could just do a one-on-one or a triple threat with Sammy in there. I mean, I mean, with the, yeah, that could, that could be the sort of final payoff of Sammy in the main event picture. There's a lot of different ways you could go with that. Um, I find it hard to imagine, even if you could get by with just bad bunny burping, I find <laughs> it hard to imagine they wouldn't use the opportunity to seed the market, right? Let's just yes. like, let's get Puerto Rico in on these Cody Rhodes t-shirts. Let's get Cody, you know, let's get, let's get Puerto, let, let's, let's create our little, 
you know, like how Tracy McGrady was the top selling jersey in China forever. You know, it's just like let's just put them adjacent to Rey Mysterio, to Bad Bunny, to whoever, and let's uh, let's expand this global audience a little bit. But doesn't um, doesn't doesn't these next don't these next like premium live events all being in stadiums kind of tip your hand a little bit to seeing like all right how much do they really believe in Cody right like well tips your hand. well what do you think the answer is because I I, I feel like I feel like this is the argument that Cody's gonna win because you got you got a lot of necessary mm-hmm. dates for the next six months yes I, I small part of me thinks the opposite yo like well, unless. I think- so, the, so, the closer we get to WrestleMania, I think this is an annual tradition. The more yeah. convinced I am that, that Roman's going to retain. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, it's 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 Tom Brady level of, I'll believe it when I see it sort of thing, right? Like, I'll pick him up until, like, he's just not in the playoffs anymore, right? Um it's the new under to everybody asks what the new streak is. The new it's not the it's not the new streak, it's the new, it's the, just the Roman Reigns push. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how long is it gonna go? Um Man, I just feel like you got these stadium shows and a part of me believes that if Roman's going to drop the title, he's going into like, you know, special attraction mode. Like you're only going to see, I mean, he's already on special attraction mode, but it'll it'll be even more uh, Mm -hmm. uh, of a special attraction once he's not the world champion anymore. Um, But kind of, I don't know, man. Like, kind of, kind of, I get the feeling as the days go by that somehow Roman's going to end up leaving WrestleMania as champion, you know? Like, I just, I, I don't know. I just, I just get that feeling. I see these stadium shows. I see, you know, the bloodline storyline still kind of continuing. I mean, Cody's been great, but I almost feel like, this is through to, to no no knock to Cody right now at all. It almost feels something like Daniel Cormier, John Jones, right? Like Go on. Daniel Cormier is like Cody Rhodes in this situation, where it's like mm-hmm. in any other era of heavyweight championship wrestling, you'd be a fucking goat. You'd be a legend. Oh, yeah. You'd be undisputably. You know what I mean? Like the top guy. Like you check every single box of what it takes to be a heavyweight champion slash top guy in a company. You just happen to be in the same era as John Jones, right? And in this case, John Jones is Roman Reigns. And if Roman still feels like he can go, if he feels like he could still give, like, I mean, he's popular right now. Like, he's popping, but, like, I don't necessarily hear any whispers of Hollywood, like, knocking down his door. You know what I mean? On some John Cena shit. Like you kinda you kinda got the whispers with John Cena when John Cena was on his way out, when The Rock was on his way out. Even with, with Sasha, Slash Mercedes on their way out. You at least heard some rumblings. Like, yeah, Roman was at a fucking Marvel uh uh audition or Oh, you know, they put him in on one of those screen grabs of like casts of people that they cast like years before. You know, like that, not even a, not even an inkling of that yet. You know, I'm saying not saying it doesn't exist, but you would at least hear something about it. And the more I think about it, the more the closer it gets. I'm just like, there's a part of me that believes Roman and Cody is more than one match, and WrestleMania is just kind of the start of it. You know what I mean? And I just get the feeling. I just get the feeling. That with all these stadium shows, you still have other opportunities to make Cody. 
right? Like you still have, it's not like, oh, it's not like if you don't do it at WrestleMania, they're going to do it at like the Nassau Civic Center on like a random Monday Night Raw, right? Like there's at least four or five opportunities in the next, before the summertime that you can give Cody an incredible moment sure. in a stadium with you all what, these people. You know, it's got my gears grinding a little bit. What's up? The rumor, and I only saw it because Brian Gewertz, a uh, friend of the show, Brian Gewertz, Gewertz tweeted about it. He Gewertz got mad. Gewertz just came out with a with a with a public declaration. He's like, if you really? work for a wrestling company, have some self respect. Quit quit spreading rumors. You know. Yes. yes. Which I I get. I get. I used to always think it was so weird that people, especially like mid level, low level people, would get some information and they'd just be like, first thing I got to do is pass this on. Right. <laughs> all right. But then, you know, you get, I mean, you and I traffic in information all the time. Like I have the, I have the, uh, you know, the constitution not to just blurt everything out on a podcast if it's unconfirmed or like whatever. But man, if I hear, if you or I hear something crazy, we're on the text chain. Right. For like, sure. <laughs> for sure. I like agree. we're, our group chat, if people, if we, if we had a podcast just about our group chat and the things that flowed <laughs> through our, 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 our text thread, I'm positive that, you know, that would, that would be a, a successful podcast on its <laughs> own. Just the, just the rumor mill, just the, you know, look, we're just talking about shit that we might've heard. Yeah. And you know, sometimes uh, we talked about the bad bunny thing. Like I'm never going to say anything on here that I don't know with like, at least, 90% certainty, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't feel like it's it, it, it behooves me. And on top of that, having self-respect to, like, not spread rumors, you know what I'm saying? Like, I also hear things that I know just as a fan, you don't want to hear from me. Yeah. Like, you'd much rather experience this on your own. You know what I'm saying? Sure. That's, got, that's, the, that's the good and the bad of, of I guess, being this close to it. Yeah, it's dude, like, if you find out, fi- like, like there, how many, I've been at events where I find out Literally, like, like as the event starting or yeah. during a match, you know, somebody from WWE will elbow me. Like, like uh, yo, watch this yo, part. Keep my eyes if I know exactly one. what's going to happen, yeah, I'll look over at you know my wife, my kids, my buddies, you guys, whatever next to me, and I'll just be like, watch, just keep your eyes up. But I won't be like, hey, Brock Lesnar is about to get his arm chopped off. You know, like whatever. Like it's going to be, it, you know, you got to let someone enjoy it. But anyway, the point of the story is. There was a rumor going around that they're setting up heel Lita versus Becky Lynch for SummerSlam. Babyface mm. Becky. No, 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 no. Is that right? Or are they doing the heel the other way? No, it is heel. It's, uh, it, no, sorry. Heard, no, no. I heard, heel, I heard sorry, heel, heel Trish. Trish. Sorry, yeah, I got it wrong. Heard. Heel Trish versus Babyface Becky for SummerSlam. And that's where Gerwitz came in. He said, have some self-respect, which is, you know, do. Everybody should have self-respect, okay? Maybe you respect <laughs> yourself for spreading rumors. I don't know. But, but have some self-respect. Um but what that's what got I, that match may may happen may not whatever. But I do it, you do get the feeling with some of these stories that they're already looking at SummerSlam, and it's yes. not just SummerSlam. It's the uh, it's all of the giant shows in between. Yeah. So like I I forgot what graphic was circulating, but it was basically just a graphic of the confirmed card so far, right? And everybody for WrestleMania? Was, yeah for WrestleMania, and you know y'all read the quote tweets, and the quote tweets are like. Does this feel like a WrestleMania card? Does this card feel like it needs to be two nights? And it's just like, yeah. Because like it's not just gonna be a lot of these stories kind of began a month or two ago. Like, yeah. Same thing with Cody and Roman. Maybe I, we're I, just setting up, are we just setting up 
WrestleMania is like a setup for all the main events to come. That's what right? I think. Look I at it. It's think... like you got the you got the Rey Mysterio angle is going to be the is going to you know hold lock down the Puerto Rico show. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll have like this Drew McIntyre Sheamus Gunther match is going to get to end up being the big draw in the in the next UK show. Yep. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. Whatever they do with that view. Well, the next UK they're show going, is money going in to the Detroit. Bank, so. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're going <laughs> to Detroit. You know, that's that's just a a red carpet for a Cody Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes throwback promo. America (laughs) in my trucks. Ford and Ford and dying trucks. Yeah, (laughs) Detroit. Let's do Hard Times Part 2 up in Detroit. My gosh. Uh, Can you imagine the promos of, of, of Cody walking through desolate car factories and getting America back on its feet? Mm, God, I love it. So good. Um, (laughs) So maybe maybe so. But I do want to look at this WrestleMania card because this is it. Uh, there's, I, I was we, obviously we're all just staring at this all the time. So here's what we got: we got Rollins versus Logan Paul. We know that's on night one, right? Um, and then we uh, none of the rest of the nights are are now are, are you know for sure. But we got you know pretty sure Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes is holding down night two. Um, and then you know the two women's title matches: Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Um, I kind of feel like we're going to get Ripley Flair as the main event on night one and then Bianca Asuka on night two, but we'll see. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Omos, uh, Gunther versus, as I think, you know, on, on, on SmackDown we had, or sorry, on Raw, we had the five-way to determine the number one contender. Drew and Sheamus got the simul- simultaneous pins. Mm-hmm. It looks like we're going towards, it feels like we're going towards a triple threat for WrestleMania. This It feels, I mean, this is going to be the the triple banger, Violence. the three the three way banger. Of the, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Trish Lee and Becky versus Damage Control is finally locked in, which is interesting because there were some rumors that they were going to go a different direction with that. And then Austin Theory versus John Cena. You know, I I haven't been on the air since a week ago today. Have not gotten my two cents in on the uh, John Cena thing. Take them. I know you've talked about it. I have. Um, I, I find it hard to get offended. And I'm going to be honest, I wasn't offended at all in real time. I find it hard to get offended about something that could happen in pro wrestling, about like the 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 inner workings of pro wrestling. If someone came out and just like said a bunch of racist stuff or sex, <laughs> whatever, like I could get offended. Like right, you shouldn't right. say that. But all that said... I don't know if there's a line to cross. I don't know if Cena crossed a line. I do think what he said was to, to Austin Theory was some version of the workshoot promo that any of us would write for him. Mm-hmm. A delivery uh, left a little bit to be desired. But the stuff about nobody being into you, about them piping in crowd noise. I mean, do you, well, tell me what you think before I go all out. Do, do you think that that broke an unwritten rule? Do you think that crossed a line? I'm so glad you brought this up. So I watched the, I watched the Rivals storyline uh, on A&E and, you know, at the end of it, Rock and Cena have like a, a, a talk and you could see them like hugging each other and, and, and like having like a close conversation and you could hear them whispering to each other. I guess they were mic'd up and he was basically like, listen, I hope, you know, you understand at the end of the day, this is just how I do business. You know what I mean? And look what we did. You know, like I had to, I had to go this way. I had to dig down deep because at the end of the day, this is what's best for business. And, Mm -hmm. you know, to use a terrible term that's been overused, I think that's what CNN is doing with theory. He's just like, listen, man, 
if I do this thing my way, you're going to look better for it. I'm going to look better for it. I'm going to look good right now just so you can look great later on. Yeah. And that's kind of like the plan there. And that's what it seems like is the plan. And if and this is Rock 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? This is before The Rock had anything really to give back as far as like being a mainstream guy. And then now, you know, he kind of sees it with fresher, different eyes than I guess The Rock would have seen it in his position a few years ago, right? So I think yeah. if I'm John Cena, I'm telling Austin Theory like, yo, I'm giving you the opportunity that Rock gave me 10 years ago. You better come out and 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 roast the fuck out of me every single chance you get. You know what I mean? I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna bring it back to you, but like you gotta go in because this is how it works, you know? And if it sure. gets a little personal, if you talk about the crowd piped in noise, if you talk about stuff that's a little taboo for wrestling promos, so be it. Because at the end of the day, I've done this and this is what's worked. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the question is whether there's a line. Here's what I was thinking though. Cause I just happened to see a thing today where John Morrison was in some interview or on some whatever said that that Logan Paul, you know, spent a month before every match working it out step by step with Shawn Michaels, which I'm not quite sure what the what the argument is there. But uh it, it is interesting. Like if 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 the it's if it weren't Cena, if John Morrison had said the same thing to like a TMZ camera. <laughs> we would all be super offended, right? Right, right. Or maybe not, but I, but I, I mean, if, if he were just like, they pipe in crowd noise for that guy, like it wouldn't have been the same thing. I Wait, think do you think, it, are, are you trying to, are you trying to equate Morrison talking about training with Logan Paul and Shawn Michaels to the crowd, the piped in crowd noise as far as no, like No, no, I just secrets? think he's out there, he's out there saying stuff, but it is, it is, it's wrestling secrets. It's like, um, I saw somebody online mentioned Eddie Mansfield this week. He's the guy that did the, the, you know, broke the, the, the exposed the industry on that John Stossel special that that he got slapped that Stossel got slapped and you know when he was backstage but the mm -hmm. in studio stuff you know they they ex, quote unquote exposed a lot of the business right um uh, there's a degree to which Cena sort of exposed the business right I, I find it hard to get too offended by it because I do think that that's where they're going I felt a little bit sloppy it felt a little bit like they need to like if you're gonna go that far. I don't know, man. Because I don't go think I don't think it was that planned. Like you could tell, you could you could see Cena's energy shift when Theory came in and said nobody forgets about you like they forget about that bald spot. You know what I mean? And he did the whole B Rabbit thing and showed his hat, and then like he came right back at him on some mm -hmm. like yo, like I could I could almost guarantee you there was very little written about what was what Cena and Theory were going to go out there and do, and I think Cena probably told him like. Hit me below the belt. You know what I mean? Like, I can take it. Like, just, you know, just give me, I want to, I want to genuinely react out there. And then the fans are going to genuinely react out there. You know what I'm saying? And we're still talking about it a week later, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, I think that's, that's what's, that's people forget, like, outside of being Mr. Make-A-Wish and, you know, headlining a zillion WrestleManias and all that type of shit. Like, it's the promos that got Cena. Oh, Yeah that made Cena who he is. Like, it's, it's he could talk his shit. He could rap. He could fucking do whatever the fuck you need. He could be Captain America. He can cut any type of incredible promo you need him to cut. He can do it. And he could probably do it with, but I'm almost positive he's not doing it with a paper in his hand at this point. He can go out there and just fucking no, feel it. Not even, a, not even a bag of uh, airline peanuts in his nah. hand at this point. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. Well, uh, we'll see where they go with this. I, I, I'm not... Uh, I think it's totally fair to say if this had been anybody but Cena and 
and in this arena or any other venue, it would be a lot more offensive. But Cena's got a, I think Cena, both in terms of his like character backstory and his own, you know, his career and just his general legacy has got the ability to do this, you know? Yeah. How many asses have you put in the seats? <laughs> right? That's yeah. what I would say if I was John Cena. I was like, how many people care about your room? Oh, okay. The whole thing was people does don't it matter care about if they? Him. Does it matter whether or not they actually piped in the crowd noise, though? It only matters if they actually did it. Well, I don't... I wouldn't bring it up if it didn't happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Theory didn't necessarily re- rebuff the statement either. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's he, true. Kind of, he almost looked like he was like... Like, he almost looked like a deer in the headlights when he said it to him. Like, he was like, holy shit, like, he really mentioned mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? So, it is what it is. The most, the, 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 the moral of that promo was nobody cares about you, Austin Theory. Everybody should care about you, but they don't. And now, after I'm done with you, they're going to care about you. And now, look, there he goes. All right, right before we go, I do want to talk about WrestleMania and the people who don't have matches. We, we got a, there was a tweet today from LA Knight or yesterday. I don't even know when it was. Yeah. Where he says, Everybody knows you can't have an LA WrestleMania without LA Knight, but WWE is late to the game, dragging their feet on giving WrestleMania the opportunity for an LA Knight moment. It's yeah. about damn time I get I get a heads up. I'm done waiting. All right. LA Knight needs a match at WrestleMania. Uh, he's going to play this role of dude who needs a match at WrestleMania. Um, w- whether he's going to get a match or it feels a little bit like, as I alluded to in the cold open, he's going to get uh, get on the microphone segment and get beat up by some legend or legends or whatever. There was a separate rumor that he was, this was the start of a big push for him. Another went towards what's going to happen between now and SummerSlam, right? I mean, I don't know if, do you think, I mean, I guess it's feasible that we get, I mean, this is totally conjectural. I'm not, this is totally made up, but you could see, imagine a world in which he gets Stone Gold, Steve Austin comes out and stuns him, and then eventually they're going to have a match together, like down the road. That's always going to be a main oh, event at, Russell, at SummerSlam God. or something. Um, uh, I don't know if Stone Cold, you know, they need Stone Cold in Detroit, although uh, certainly he would help, he would sell out whatever venue he went to. Um, wait, who's the famous Detroit wrestler? Oh, gosh. Is that where like Bad News Brown was like kayfabe from? <laughs> I think so. Uh, well, I, I guess, I mean, I guess you can go uh, Braun Breaker, I guess, technically from Michigan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Kevin Steiners, Nash. Kevin Nash. There you go. Oh, yeah. All those. Yeah. Well. Shout out Is that Minnesota Nash. or Michigan? Yeah, he's Michigan. He's a Detroit guy. Sabu. Sabu's oh, no. from yeah, Detroit. Sabu. Yeah, no. because he studied, he was related to the Sheik, uh, the original Sheik. Yeah. That'd be, man, they should That's bring Sabu back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway, a lot of things could happen with that LA Knight thing. And certainly he'll get a spot. He'll get some sort of look. I mean, this LA Knight, LA Knight needs a great look just off the strength of making that Bray Wyatt. Story oh, yeah. watchable, right? Like, so, like, what a test! They're like, yeah, they made he made this shit work. Like, Fuck it, we can give him anything. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. But so I, I was wondering, I was looking through, I was like, well, who else doesn't have WrestleMania matches? Like, what are we gonna do? Like, what's gonna be the plan for film the blanket WrestleMania? There's a bunch of big names that don't have matches lined up. I was scrolling through the uh, the superstar, you know, like the roster page on WWE.com. By the way, we got to do a ranking of the funniest just roster page photos. <laughs> Right now, my winner, I mean, my my uh, 
my leader in the clubhouse is Jagger Reed, you know, from NXT because he's just okay. like hanging out with like one black, uh, one black pupil and one white pupil in a way. He looks like he's, it looks like his like office headshot, but he's just like randomly has a messed up eye. Like he's the real Yikes. alternative dude yeah. uh, you're in your IT department. Um, <laughs> but so anyway, we're scrolling through this thing, looking for everybody who doesn't have matches. Liv Morgan, obviously just like a recent former champion, you know, like you'd think that she would have a spot. Um, who else is not on there? Uh, Damian Priest, uh, you know, probably involved in whatever the Judgment Day does. Braun Strowman and Ricochet, you know, lost to the Viking Raiders. They could throw that on the card, I guess. I mean, that's a pretty fun match to see. In any excuse to get Strowman and Ricochet out there doing big man, little man stuff. <laughs> um, the rest of the Brawling Brutes, you know, the rest of Imperium. I'm not sure that that's really necessary. Um, Kofi just got hurt. So, you know, it's, it it's, it's not as nuts so to, to point out. But the fact that we didn't have something set up for new day, you know, three weeks ago, two weeks ago is, is kind of glaring. Um, a lot of tag teams missing out here. Gable and Otis, um, Anderson and Gallows, uh, B- uh, Shelton and Cedric, if you know, you want to count them, um, uh, for singles guys we, you know, mentioned Woods, Ali, Dolph Ziggler, um, you know, it's not like a glaring list or whatever, but what do you think? I mean, do you think that they need to get, I mean, to me, the big the big names are L.A. Knight and Liv Morgan. And, and Damian Priest, it would be great if he was doing something. But it seems like if we got every other member of Judgment Day in a match, then maybe we just save you, you know, just rest up for Puerto Rico, dude. Yeah, yeah. It kind of feels like L.A. Knight is is going into the the honorary, I don't know, uh, Miz spot of calling well, Miz out is a the legend. host. Miz doesn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Miz, Miz might get Stone Cold stunned too. We've all yeah, had. yeah. No, it kind of it kind of feels like you know he's been too good to not have on the on the on the on the card too. So even if he's gonna go and talk, even if him and Stone Cold are gonna have a promo battle, whatever happens, I think he he'll, he'll find himself having a, a significant spot on WrestleMania. The live thing is interesting though. Um, She's kind of been like one of the workhorses of the women's division all mm-hmm. year long. So like her not having a match is a little funky. Oh, I didn't even mention the other one is is, is Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, they don't have an official match. It looks there's all these rumors that they're going to be fighting for the for the women's tag, tag titles, team titles. And there was a there was a brief there was a brief moment where it felt like when when Lita and and, and uh, Becky Lynch won the titles that they were going to just toss damage control out and do and just put Lita and Trish against. Ronda and Shayna. That's not going to happen, apparently. I don't think Lita and Trish are pulling... I mean, sorry, Lita and and, and um, Becky are doing pulling double duty. No. So, what, is, there, is there a chance they get the titles off of them in time for WrestleMania? No. So that- no, I don't know. I, 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 I don't think anybody's really... No offense. I don't know if folks are really clamoring for Ronda Rousey. Like well, they Ronda used to. Rousey, if Ronda Rousey's clamoring for Ronda Rousey, that might be it. <laughs> that might be it. Definitely. Uh... One theory. What if there's a throwaway match on Raw where they defend the tag title, where, where Lita and, and, and Becky defend the, defend the titles, damage control costs them the match, and then the titles are off? Like, what if, what if we had, like, Shayna and Ronda versus Chelsea Green and Carmella? Champions Chelsea Green and Carmella yeah. at WrestleMania. That could wait. <laughs> that could wait. But it gets could... Ronda Rousey on the card. <laughs> she had a WrestleMania type year. Yo. <laughs> she had a year. Liv has had a year. I don't know if Ronda's really had a year where I'm like, oh man, I got to see her at WrestleMania this year. <laughs> so Ronda Rousey, 
Big ah. name, one of the biggest names in combat sports. Yeah, well, I'm all ten, about ten it. Years when ago. that happens, <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, I know you got to get out of here. Let's yes. close the show. Uh, you want to get your plugs in on the way out? Only one plug. Wiley Mania tickets on sale now. See y'all March 30th. It's going to be nuts. You can find me here. You can find me on the press box. You can find me on the Book of Wrestling. Uh, be sure to listen to all of the great shows on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. This one, Cheap Beat, Wednesday Worldwide. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Apologies as always to John Moxley. We'll see you back here on Thursday, Humanoids. Peace. Peace.